Well, hello. Welcome to the Honey Hive. This is Honey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So this is only my second podcast. Oh, gosh. I may, maybe I should have done this podcast subject for the first one, but that's okay. I'll do it now. Um, the title of this podcast is Full Disclosure. Full Disclosure. <laughs> so I am without an audience today. It's just me. I am going to give you um, a little bit of a history of honey. Where I came from, how I got where I am. Um, I, I'm not going to take more than 20 minutes or so, so it's not going to be, you know, a complete detailed history, but it's going to be the things that you're probably going to be most interested in sex, (laughs) right guys? I know that's what you're most interested in. How did I get here? How did 59 year old honey become a cam model and have an OnlyFans page? All right. Well, the first thing I want to say is I am not going to go into like some tragic, um, you know, childhood, blah, 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 nothing like that. I'm going to start when I was 30, I believe I was 32, and I met a man. I will not say his name because he didn't give me permission to but he was a man who was destined to shape my well let's not say shape he didn't shape my sexuality but he he helped me to discover my sexuality yes that's that's much better he was a relationship that I had for six years in the 90s. He, he, he tapped into a part of me that I guess I always knew was there, but I had never explored. I had kids young. I was married. Now I found myself single, and, um, and I met him. He, the first thing that happened was he asked me if I'd ever thought about being a stripper. I hadn't. He told me he thought I could do it. Um, I tend to be a very submissive person. I always say, I'm so submissive, I would be dominating for you if you told me to. (laughs) I'm just that submissive. You tell me that you think I should be a stripper, I will become a stripper. And I did. And I didn't do it for too long, maybe, I don't know, anywhere from eight months to a year. Uh, It was a fun experience, actually. And it, it just led me, it continued my journey into the life I was entering. Uh, He was into swinging, asked me if I'd ever done it. I never had. Basically, our our first conversation about it was, okay, well, we'll, 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 we'll discuss it when we get there, you know, when it's time, let's get to know each other. So we did. Um, And, and eventually we did start discussing swinging. I had never done anything like that. Now, I had done some crazy things when I was a kid. You know, I, you could, I took showers 
with multiple people. I mean, I, one time I was in the shower with three women and two men. Um, and I say women, they were girls. We were about, probably about 17. Um, you know, I've, I've blown guys in the back of cars. Uh, and when I say guys, I mean, you know, a couple of guys. <laughs> I, I've, I've had a promiscuous life. Um, but for the 10 years prior to meeting this man, I had led a monogamous life. So I had left all that behind me. And and I had only done that for a short period of time, as we do sometimes after we lose our virginity and we, you know, start exploring sex. It's just what happened. Uh, so he, we talked about swing clubs and we... I, th- I don't think we waited all that long to start doing it. This is something he had done before, so he was ready. And I was very excited at the, the prospect. I really didn't know what I was walking into. Uh, for a while, we explored trying to find couples to play with, which was fun. And that I, I highly recommend that for you as a couple to explore. Now, nowadays, it's much easier online. Back then, we had to use like the newspaper, special newspapers, special magazines, uh, you know, the back of the magazine where you find those ads. Um, and and there was also phone, phone numbers you could call where uh, you would leave a voicemail and it would say what you were looking for. And then people could leave you messages and you could set up dates. So those are the things that we used. It adds a lot of spice to your sex life. Um, I mean, we were rather new, so it's not like we needed spice, but this was something he was into. So we went to a, a, a sex club. Now it was, I ne- I have never been to a sex club. Now I'm doing air quotes here. I've never been to a sex club. I've never been to an organized club, club rendezvous or whatever. In San Diego, I, we went to a house party. And it was set up just like a sex club. You had, you know, your area where you had food and refreshments. You had your area where there was recreation, like pool tables and music. You had a common area where people, where there was a, um, uh, oh, what the heck is it called? Okay, I'm not going to waste time trying to remember what it's called. But, you know, the writing, the fucking writing machine. And there was, and then there was bedrooms. The doors were off all the bedrooms. There were a lot of bedrooms in this house. And there were just like sheets put up or not sheets, maybe, you know, beads, whatever, something to cover the entrance, but no door. And then there were just pillows thrown all over, big pillows thrown all over the floors in in these carpeted bedrooms. And that's what it was. And there was also a basement. And in the basement, um, and actually it was not a basement, it was a garage. And in the garage, it was a huge, huge, I don't know, five car garage or something. And there were hot tubs in there. I think there was four hot tubs. So that's where we went. And I had a lot of um, experiences there. I blew a lot of men while he, my guy watched. My my partner did not get involved a whole bunch. Um, Actually, I wanted him involved more than he was willing to be involved. Um, At least that's my recollection of it. Uh, he, he didn't like to do a lot while we were at the party. He liked to go home and we would, we would have sex ourselves afterwards. He, that's what he enjoyed. He enjoyed getting really revved up for the whole party and then going home and having sex. 
me, I was the one revving him up, I guess. So I did a lot of things with a lot of people. Women, men. I ate a ton of pussy. Um, I had a gangbang. Um, people always ask how many men were in it. I don't I don't even know. I asked my ex recently, well, with uh, within the last two years, I asked him if he remembered how many were in it. He doesn't remember. It was a lot. It was over 10. Um, and... Yeah, so I've had so I've had all these experiences. Then, uh, lo and behold, I got married. I I left San Diego after thirty two years of living in San Diego, and I moved to Indiana. Culture shock, and I got married. And I did this for my kids. My kids were still young, and they needed a stable father in their lives which they didn't have. I had been a single mom for, for years. My daughter at this point was 17, 18. And my youngest was uh, just turned 13. He might, he actually turned 13 before we moved. Um, so we moved there. I got married and I was in a monogamous, uh, very, very, very vanilla, quiet marriage for 20 years. Um, what was the catalyst that changed all that? You know, how did how did I go um, from being the person that I was to this monogamous, quiet housewife, mom? I did things. I was a realtor, um, but I led a very vanilla life. Oh, and I, I I neglected to 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 mention in the '90s I also was a cam model. Um, I was honey back then. But I was Honey Live, and it was H-O-N-E-Y, Honey Live. Um, yeah, so I had a cam a cam as well back then. It was a lot different back then in the 90s, but I had one. So I gave all that up and got married. And um, for 13 years we were married. Then he he stepped out of our marriage, and he betrayed me. And when that happens to someone like me who gave up that life... And went into this vanilla life. And, and I was happy, you know. I mean, I wasn't like ecstatic happy. I wasn't having mind-blowing sex. I wasn't having even a mind-blowing or fun or romantic relationship. But my kids were healthy and happy. And, and they were grown at this point and, and living good lives. And I had a good life. It was all good. And I was willing to stay there. And then he blew it up by betraying me. And I won't, I won't get into all that because we don't have time. At some point I might, because I might do a, a podcast on um, online cheating and what it means to marriages. But for today, I'm not going to. It's enough to say he betrayed me and I stuck it out for another eight years. And then in 2020, I just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, I just, yeah, I just couldn't. And somebody approached me at my doctor's office and said, have you ever heard of um, OnlyFans. Like, uh, yeah, I've heard of it. I've never looked at it. And she starts talking to me about it and telling me how people our age are doing it. So I'm like, okay, that's very interesting. And um, and I think I'm a little bit old, a, a little bit older than her. Um, maybe maybe even 10 years older. But anyway, I left there and I told my, my ex, because at that point we were still together, I got in the car and I said, you know, have you heard about this? Remember... When we first got married, he had told me, if you don't want to to 
give up your life. You don't have to. But I knew he was not this guy that would would swing or have threesomes or, you know, have, have another couple to play, play with. I knew he wasn't that. So I, um, I, I told him, no, we will have a, a normal relationship. But if I ever feel I need it, I'll let you know. Um, so he left that door open for me, which was very kind of him to do. And I never called him on it. I never asked him for it over the years. Um, I did ask him a few times to do different things. I mean, even just go dancing and he wouldn't do it. And I never used, I never pulled that out and said, Hey, you promised me. I just, I just let it go. So when I found out about OnlyFans, I told him I want to do it. And he got upset and he said, no. And I said, now, now I have to remind you. And I reminded him about his promise before we got married, that the condition was that if I ever wanted to explore that part of my life again, including being, being a cam model, that I could. And he could not stop me. So he agreed. He said, what could he say? If nothing else, the man is, he honors his promises and he had promised me. So he allowed it. And... Over a period of probably two or three months, I started doing this OnlyFans, and then I, I got onto Chatterbait, and I started doing live cams. And um, he became very possessive, and, and that's understandable. It is understandable, but I didn't allow it because I was holding on to so much resentment and anger over what he had done, and I didn't know it, that it started manifesting, and I started acting out when he started insisting that he he wanted to know everything I was doing. He actually would track my phone and he would he would ask me and grill me, where did you go? Why did it take you 20 minutes to get from here to there? And it normally takes 10, you know, things like that. And And one day we were driving down the road and we were having this conversation and I just lost it. I just lost it. And I, I, I always tell him, it's like, it's like, I took everything that you did and I put it inside this box and I put it up on a shelf and I said, it's just going to stay there and stay there. It did for all those years. And when he did this started, you know, berating me and, and pulling and pushing me, I took that box down and I opened it up and I let that shit out. And it just, I just vomited that crap all over him. And I went off. I've never done this before in my life. I don't think he's never seen me this way. I think I actually scared him, not from physical harm, but just what, wow. Like I, I had always told him when my, when I finally decide I'm done with you, I will be done with you. You will push me and push me and push me until I can't come back. And it's funny because the weeks leading up to me losing it, I reminded him about that. I kept reminding him, remember what I said, remember what I said, when I finally leave, I'm gone. And he, he did not heed that advice. So when I lost it on him, it was the final time that I lost it. I I let him know in no uncertain terms, it was over. Our marriage is over. I am doing this. This is what I'm doing. I want to be a cam model. I want to have my OnlyFans. I want to explore this life. And then it took about two months to get to the point where he finally accepted that we were done. And then I, I had a conversation with him and I told him that if he agrees, because I am not a cheater. So if you agree, I'm going to start dating, but I will only date if you agree with me that it's not cheating because we are, for all intents and purposes, broken up. 
And at first he had some questions and, and we talked about it. And then he came back with, he said, yeah, you're right. He said, there is no way that what you are doing, if you decide to date, would be, would be called cheating because we're not together. And, uh, and that's that. And I, and I encouraged him to, 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 to date as well. So I started dating and this was probably, and, and I say dating, I didn't have dates. I probably had three or four dates until I met my current boyfriend. Um, but I stopped being with my ex and due to circumstances beyond our control, actually we could control it, but we made a decision, my ex and I, that he's going to continue living in our house and that's a story for another day, but just suffice it to say that he, that we still live together, but he's in a guest room and we do not do anything together. We, as a matter of fact, when, when I do have to do things with him, I'm not, I'm not really crazy about it and happy about it, but I do it. Um, we aren't intimate. We haven't been intimate in over a year. Um, I mean, it's been well over and I'm very happy with my life the way it is. I have a cam show. I have my OnlyFans. I'm creating a website and I've got my podcast. So everything's going along exactly as I want it. And as far as my sexual side, I have done some shit. <laughs> when I first decided that I was going to start dating, it was scary as hell. It had been 21 years since I'd been with anyone besides my husband. And I was extremely nervous. I ended up having a one-night stand. I had a date with a guy, and we 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 heavily petted. And um, he definitely saw parts of my body. But we didn't go beyond that, and we never dated again. Um, not that he didn't want to. Not that I didn't want to. It just couldn't work, and I had to call it. I and and I told him it's it's not going to work. So we didn't. And then I had a one night stand with someone, and it was my first time being with anybody since my husband, and it was not great. Um, as a matter of fact, I I spent the next day crying <laughs> about the whole thing. So it wasn't great. Uh, and I saw my first really ugly dick. Guys, I've always thought kick cock is beautiful, but this, this dick was not what I would call beautiful. <laughs> it just wasn't. Um, and that is a story for another day too, because I, I'm going to do a podcast on ugly pussy and ugly cock, or is all cock and pussy beautiful? Is, be is beauty in the eye of the beholder? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> we'll talk about that on another podcast. I've got so many things I want to talk to you about. Um, sugar daddies. I want to talk to you about sugar daddies and babies. Have a whole thing on that. Anyway, then I met my boyfriend. And when I met my boyfriend, I was, I was talking, not dating, but tentative, tentatively setting up dates with a couple of other guys. My boyfriend got in there first. <laughs> he was the one that was willing to meet. Um, guys, I have certain uh, expectations when it comes to dating a man. And my boyfriend stepped up. 
he really wanted to meet and he, he did what he had to do. And so we met and it paid off for us because, uh, it was, it was fantastic. And we had, a, a three dates and then on our fourth date, he, he brought me to, um, Fort Lauderdale and we spent four days together and we've been together ever since. And that was eight months ago. Um, so yeah. So that's that's how I got where I am. And uh I don't I don't know if that was an interesting story for you, but it is full disclosure. That's 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 where I came from. And that's how I got into swinging. Um I've got I've got a, a side to me that I still want to explore. Um, I've got a dominant side. I've always been a submissive, but I've got a, a dominant side that this lifestyle is bringing out in me. And I want to explore that. And my boyfriend wants me to explore it. So it is something that I'm going to start. Well, I, I've actually started exploring. I am not a, um, I'm not a dominatrix and I never will be. And I'm trying to figure out where where I fall. I don't think there's a category for what I am. So I think I'm going to have to create it, which is right up my alley. <laughs> I am a gentle soul, but I do have standards and I do have expectations. And I think by by insisting on those expectations to be met, I think that makes me a dominant. Um, and I think that I think it's that I'm a lady dom. I'm a lady dom. You know, they have gentlemen doms. Um, and I think I'm a lady dom. And I've Googled that to see if it's a thing. And I haven't found anything about it. Um, I would never be into pain. Uh, I would punish mentally, emotionally, financially. That's how I would punish. Uh, and and as I said, I would have certain... I do have certain expectations and those would be met or you would be punished. <laughs> but I, I'm not into pain. And I had somebody ask me on my on my cam today, he said, and this is the second time he's asked me, two days in a row, and he said, but but would, would I be afraid of you? I don't think I could be scared of you. And I said, here's the thing. You're confusing me with a dominatrix. I don't want to be a dominatrix. I want to be a lady dom. I don't want you to fear me. I don't want you to be afraid of me. If you do fear me, it's because you have a fear that I'm going to leave you. I, you have a fear that I'm not going to give you what you want, which is me. Um, I, you have a fear that I'm not going to let you um, spoil me or take care of me. That is the only fear that I want from you. And, and I want respect. I want you to live up to my expectations or be punished for not. <laughs> so this is, a, this is another podcast too. But that's where I am today. So we we um, we have gone from we've gone full circle cam model to monogamous housewife to cam model and more. That's where I am. That's who I am. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, like I said today, I had no audience, so I didn't get any feedback. I'd love to have feedback from you, and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. And hey, guys, I don't mind being called out either. If you don't think that I am what I am, if you watch me on cam and you say, hey, 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 bullshit, I think you're like this. Let's talk about it. Um, I love, I love to hear what you have to say. The only thing I don't tolerate, guys, um, is bullying, body shaming, 
any of that type of stuff. So you, I, I won't put up with that. But if you want to have an honest conversation, we can do that. Uh, leave comments. Uh, like my account, my excuse me, like my podcast. Um, follow me, and I look forward to hear to hearing you. <laughs> I do look forward to hearing from you, but I look forward to talking to you on my next podcast. And I hope you enjoyed this one. So until the next time, guys, I'll see you around the hive. Mwah.